0: In the words of Public is Chuck D, "Bring The Noise. On the Fifth M Podcast Network, I am Charlie Taylor, and this is What's Good. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope all is well, hope all is blessed. We have another interview for you to step to. So, this one has inadvertently been one of the most... uh, What's the word? (laughs) Uh, One that took a while just to get sorted. um, And actually just to schedule. Um, I've been... You know, I asked... I asked about this interview months ago, um, but for one reason or another, um, it just never actually panned out, um, which, you know, most of the time it was just my issue of just um, not being around um, in London at the time, because um, uh, they asked to do it in person, so I was like, fine, cool with me, um, but then I just started, <laughs> I just started to... Uh, just, like, uh, if I was going to London, I was doing something specific, and I didn't have, like, you know, time to, uh, you know, just to do it, or, um, or she had something to do, um, so, yeah, it was just a lot of, uh, a lot of back and forth, um, and me trying to just, like, you know, make time for it, um, but, yeah, we got to it, eventually, took a while, <laughs> but we got there, um, and, you know, it makes for a good story, actually, um, so, I was in London on Saturday, the last sat uh, previous Saturday just just went. Well just went, it's the dropping this on Thursday, so you know, last Saturday. Um and yeah, I went to the BFI South Bank with my pops to go see uh Pressure, which is a film by the late Horace Ove. Uh dropped in nineteen seventy five and they uh basically remastered it from sixteen millimeter film. Like I've never seen <laughs> This is the first time, excuse the, uh, the mild coughing, um, this is the first time that I saw a film uh, where the screen went in, <laughs> you know, you know, after ads, um, it just goes in, it, you know, the after like the ads and stuff like that, for the, before the film, the screen usually goes out a little bit more, yeah? Now, this one went in, <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, that's a small screen, um, yeah, it was nearly square, It was, uh, it's, it's kind of wild, um, but yeah. Regardless of that, it was a very interesting film. Um, I'll talk about it briefly on the interview, but yeah, it's a very essential film. Um, if you are um, into British film, British film history, I feel, you know, this is an essential listen. Uh, essential listen, see, always about music. Uh, this is essential watch <laughs> to get into. And um, yeah, it's just a really, really uh, kind of on the know sometimes film, but it really explores, I think, a lot of. Forms of life at that time um, in being black in London, um, and I feel like it. You know, you can definitely make pressure now. You know what I mean, and cover the cover the uh, the ways of life that people live, um, especially when it comes to you know the kind of like uh, what do you want to call it, black working class. Uh, the you know the the the. The black power people, right? And then there's like the ne'er do wells as well that were just teething food and live basically, you know, squatting. Um, it was a very interesting, it was a very interesting snapshot of the 70s in London. Um, very interesting, very interesting indeed. Uh, but anyway, interview. <laughs> so after that, um, literally just a half an hour after, um, my post going to get some food and uh, finally got this interview in. Um, it is done inside um, the BFI South Bank. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say um, it's probably my, it's, it's definitely my fault on this, on this front uh, to do it in there. I thought it would be reasonably quiet, um, but I guess because it was a Saturday night, people were just, you know, there to there to kick it, and there was just a lot of people drinking and socialising, um, which I wasn't uh, aware of until we got there, but I couldn't really think of a a, a better place um, to go to, um, and I brought her out to South Bank, so, you know, I, I thought this would be a solid spot. wasn't the best spot, um, not optimal for an interview of audio proportions, but it is what it is, um, but yeah, anyway, let's get into it. We get into... Uh, I interview with uh, Taya, she is a singer-songwriter, dropped a couple of EPs um, so far, the first one um, just turned three, uh, Wonder of the West, and um, yeah, that was done, well, it was released, you know, during obviously, you know, 2020, COVID, um, and recorded for a a while, according to her, um, and this year, she came out with Still Wonders, and that was the project that brought me onto her. Um, I say I, I don't know if I say in the interview or just, it was just after the interview. I actually forgot how how I found her, how I discovered her. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of projects over the, over the year, and uh, you know, some some of them come from Instagram of all places. You know, some some come from uh, just uh, you know, obviously people just putting me on or uh, you know, just stuff on socials. So you know it, it comes from many places or just personal discovery on my part um, you know looking at related artists of i artist rate right and that may that may have been it actually now i'm thinking about it um, but anyway yeah we i got into her work um, and still wonders especially and I just really enjoyed it and i hit up off the back of that and uh, you know it's taken a few months but we got here we are here for an interview But yeah, we get into her beginnings, her inspirations uh, as an artist, how she feels as an artist, um, life performing, um, how she sees her work now um, as they pass by and of course uh, we get into our top five as well and also a very good conversation and links to our previous interview if you haven't listened with Dr. Hajar um, Yazdia please go spin that as well um, so yeah a little bit of sociology as well sprinkled in there uh, so yeah with that said grab your snacks keep back relax and I hope you enjoy the interview How you doing? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Apart from the <Nicole>. co. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. I'm in a bit of a I guess transitional space, which is good. Um but yeah, I'm embracing it and just trying to see what next space is like.
0: In more fashion transition.
1: Um personal life I and mean also music. Yeah. I feel like i like, released my second EP this year mm-hmm. Which is
2: good.
1: Mm-hmm. Um but now I feel, feel like through that I've developed my sound a little bit more, and met some
0: other people, which is nice, and developed my relationships that I already have. Um, so starting to like build on all the stuff and all the sounds that I want to make. So we'll get to. I'll, I want to expand on that in maybe a bit later. Yeah. But um, I usually begin at the beginning, and by the beginning I literally mean where were you born? Where were you born?
1: Where was I born? As in the hospital or the country. Because <laughs> they can get really specific.
0: As specific as you want. Um,
1: it's your canvas, there's details you want. I was born <laughs>
2: in West London. Yes. West London. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm, I'm born in West London. Born and raised
0: in West London. There we go. Alright. That's a Um. <laughs> A question I usually ask, and I've only changed it extremely recently, by recently a couple of days ago when I did another interview, um, I usually ask, uh, "What was your environment like as you grew up?" Um, but I feel like a better and more abstract question that would get you thinking is, uh, "At that time, okay. growing up uh, in your youth, describe uh, describe Britain in your opinion."
1: Descri- oh, that's a good wow. Okay. Um,
0: how did you see it back then?
1: You're
2: going to have me thinking. I got her. I got
1: her. <laughs> um, it was a bit of a crossover. So my family is Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And my nan is like my mother figure. basically growing
2: right
1: up. So obviously she was born over there, came over here. Thank God. I also had my great nan in my life. That's cool. Here.
0: Amazing. Uh, How old is she?
1: she, She's in her 80s. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, So, for me, it was always hearing and seeing the back and forth, and I think obviously we know a lot of British British culture is from the Caribbean, um, especially in London. So, I don't know, it felt kind of, how do I describe Britain.
0: Or more specifically, your Britain around that time growing
2: up? Yeah.
1: It's never really felt very permanent for me. Interesting. Um, and I don't know if I plan on moving and living somewhere anytime soon. These days I kind of feel like I should. But um, I feel like growing up it always felt like a temporary thing. Like you're just residing somewhere, you're not actually kinda of, um, expecting something long term out of it. I feel like that's that's how it felt. Mm. Yeah, it still feels like that now. But even more so now I'm just like that's yeah. But there are many, many good things that I've
0: experienced obviously growing up in yeah.
1: so. Uh what were you like growing up? I Very bubbly. I used to um, Music was like my escape thing. Mm-hmm. So I remember at one point in one house I used to live, I like, it was like a the front room had a window that you could just slide up into the front garden. And I had this karaoke machine or I just plugged it in from the inside, took it out on the outside, and we just be calling to like the neighbours or things. Um, and that was when I was like an infant type, like, in primary school and all that kind of thing. Um, as I got a little older and there was a lot of experiences going on, just in my family life and personal life, so I felt like I kind of went back into my show a little bit.
2: Mm.
1: As I went into secondary school, I spent a lot more time, learning.
2: Yeah.
1: I always say that I kind of I had a mix of <laughs> a mix of different people, so I would. I didn't feel like I belonged to one group. I always kind of bounced around, which I thought I was good. I one thing, but
2: yeah. yeah, I
0: was very, very child, I would say. Okay, yeah, I always uh, when thinking back on that time, it's uh, it's always interesting, especially now. And you know, I'm sure you've learned a lot. Uh, I'm sure you've learned a lot in about life and about like the world around us, I guess, um, in the same in a similar way I have. I'm taking a guess, I'm assuming, and it's always interesting comparing that to just back then. Where sure, there's an innocence to it, as, as we hope every child has, right? Um, but the dynamics outside of that are always interesting, especially just to look back on. It's just like hmm even when I watched Pressure um, there was by the way I went to see Pressure Um, great film highly recommend it Um, Horace Ove yeah get your culture up Um, there was a bit where he had white mates and he uh, he was like and they had jobs yeah he was like why you got a job he's not got it all easy you know it's it's, it's, it's small shit like that you know what I mean the microaggressions as people used to call it and it's just like interesting yeah Especially back then and the fact that it still probably most likely happens now. Yeah. Most Perfect. like most definitely it's now it's just
1: we have we know what to call it basically and we see it. We have the vocabulary now. Exactly. Mm. So now you can think on it for what it is and not just yeah. think of it as a normality. So.
0: Exactly. Um obviously you mentioned your family a lot in the past couple of questions. What uh what music did they uh put you onto, especially exactly. growing up?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of like lovers rock and, and soulful house and garage and old school Nicole and hop, like, Village and, um, neo yeah, soul. I mean, everything's black right, basically, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Jazz. Yeah, just a plethora of genres, and I feel like it's helped a lot. Big, big, big fan of like seventies, eighties soul, disco. Fun. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's one raw genre of music that's really um, shown in the stuff that I make. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm quite glad about that. If there's one thing that I was given, it was a good ear for music and like, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's helped a lot.
0: Was there a point where you started to discover for yourself? or was it literally just like I'm good with what, the- what everyone's given? me?
2: No,
1: I feel like I was never told this is what we should listen to or hear this or da, da, da. Sure. It was always
0: But you just hear it.
1: You, yeah, you hear it around and, Just osmosis? Yeah For me, <laughs> music was If I think of a memory, uh-huh. there's always a song or something attached to that because it was playing in the background in the car or in the house or yeah. Um, yeah. So have siblings and things and we all all share the same kind of love for music but I feel like for me I've definitely picked up certain sounds or heard something and gone away and like gone to the artist and listened to the whole like discography or things like that so I've definitely taken it for myself and gone out to see what, what more there is so, yeah
0: Is that a more recent thing?
1: I think it started around
0: because, no, take. It, I'm I'm just yeah. gonna say like,
2: yeah.
0: I have another podcast and that's a uh, basically just like doing retrospectives on yeah. hip hop artists mainly.
2: Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of discographies I wouldn't have listened to. Yeah. If it weren't for that. Yeah. So that's that's the only reason I ask because yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah. Like they might listen to the odd album yeah. of somebody. Yeah. But not like the entire discography. Yeah.
1: I, it always started, I remember my first I, um, digital thing was a uh, MP3 player.
2: Gee, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah.
1: We all the cousins got them for Christmas. Yep. It's like this small black device with headphones. Mm. Um,
0: Blue Walkman, that's yeah. why I know. And we had to. She was sick.
1: It was either Livewire or maybe it was a media player or something where you just drag and drop the tunes in there. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Those were the times where I realised yeah, I have my own kind of idea for music. Yeah. Um, and obviously it would be inspired by the stuff I was listening to, but I go in and find some a stuff. And then these days I would say I am sometimes a bit stuck in my ways, in a sense, I'll replay stuff that I know I definitely like. Yeah, of course. And kind of throwbacks and things like that. Mm hmm. I feel like, there's so much beauty in discovering music, yeah. But it happens at the right time,
0: incredible.
1: I feel like I like it when I hear it organically, ran- and- yeah. Randomly, I don't sometimes I don't like forcing myself to listen to things because you don't hear it in the same sense. For me, yeah. it's a sensory thing, you need to be in the right place, the right mood, the right time, whatever. It sounds really curated, but like, <laughs> that's how I remember feeling music, so yeah, yeah, you know. um. I'd like to discover songs like that Yes, so no. I love radio <laughs>
0: you love the radio? to this
1: day yeah I'm a radio interesting very very big radio listener what kind of
0: radio what more, more stations
1: now it's probably my soul Okay. radio yeah um, west side obviously Inside radio um, back in the day there was one called platinum fm that was always playing in my house way way back there was one called podgy fm that was when I was like six or seven some of these were um, pirate that's fine but um, yeah I
0: think but, it's statue limitations yeah yeah <laughs>
1: um, but yeah I just always loved radio I, always okay. loved and I don't know
0: why a lot of people don't listen to radio anymore I don't um, I used to um, I would say like honestly just before podcasts became a thing Um, Even then Like uh, I was Around like I don't know 14 or whatever Listening I was listening to Maybe even earlier Listening to like um, Audiobooks And um, And then when podcasts Came around I felt like I was probably Kind of early on it And I didn't even clock I was actually early on it Um, Yeah I used to listen to You know Talk radio um, And some more Mainstream stations That still exist Um, But I don't know. I feel like the issue is, and I feel like it's probably the issue of most things I, I, I do in the world is that I, I don't like ads, man. I can't be doing with ads no more in my life. Like, if I if I see an ad on YouTube, I'm not listen- I'm not on YouTube. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. Like, I've I've I found a way to I found a way to circum circumvent, and if that goes. That's it. <laughs> I'm done I'm done YouTube is done for me Believe it or that. not Um And yeah Even when I listen to some podcasts I get like You know I just get totally miffed I'm just like yeah. Oh my gosh Every time Like you just have this Random ass ad That has nothing to do with anything Yeah Um and and that's why I don't have ads. Like I'm just, I'm, It's just literally out of principle. I cannot be doing ads yeah. at, at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just felt, I just felt like that's what happens with me personally for radio, especially yeah. like mainstream radio. Yeah. Like if I'm listening to, yeah, even even for like you know Radio One for example, it's like it's cool. But even then, now yeah. because you have like stuff like BBC Sounds, you can just listen to the whatever yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. just play it back. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Um, that's just that's just me. I don't yeah. know why other people don't listen to radio. I'm still yeah. dumbfounded that people that people were uh, had such a there was such a hullabaloo about radio 2 And Ken Bruce leaving, I'm just like... Who? <laughs> um, but you know, is is yeah. what it is. People listen to radio. Um, for me, but, yeah. gonna... That's interesting. You know, yeah. just, you're you're rare. You're rare. It's a
2: tradition
1: <laughs> for me. Even like I respect it. <laughs> living alone, I've had. Um, radio that I always have on, like, it's a tradition that's just followed me, like, yeah the years, and um, now, all, because um, I don't know, music just makes a house at home, yeah. so, especially when you're not curating the music yourself, you know what I mean, and then you tap into, like, good DJs or presenters and stations station, where you know the type of genres they're
0: going to play, and, yeah, it. Well, I respect that, no, yeah, no, I, I see, I see the, I appreciate that kind of, um, I guess, dedication to it. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that end up just I don't know, especially in how diverse things get. Yeah. Uh, the further we get into life, um, especially in this world, it's yeah, it's a, there's a lot of um, things that you could be doing besides whatever that is. So, 1975, it might be. Just literally the radio and four channels.
2: Yeah.
0: But now streaming, yeah. YouTube.
2: That's just the a thing little bit. It's easy to get lost. It's it's easy to get
0: lost.
1: There is to sort of listen to. Yeah. The things
0: get lost yeah. in that in yeah. how someone might listen. Might you know might be spinning the DJ. But it might be on a Twitch stream instead of yeah. one extra. And that's, that's that's to the detriment of one extra. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting I guess um, and obviously people have to evolve in that fashion, especially when, you know, someone like yourself in the industry you're gonna have to switch it up. <laughs> it has to be has to be switched up, it's like fashion. But yeah, no, it's it gets, it can get existential. Yeah. Certainly. Um, which is why I like being personally just on the outskirts of it. Um, while also, you know, having the wherewithal to lament about certain things. Yes. Um, but, you know, I try. <laughs> and just, like, you know, support who I can support. You know what I mean? That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what everyone can... That's what people can can and should do to support who you can. You know what I mean? So, anyway. Um, tangent, tangent out the... Because ra- I, I just found the radio stuff interesting. I, just, I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah, it's just a... Uh, It's incredibly rare for uh, someone in our age range to be, like, still just literally about radios, banging it out in their room and stuff, and in their their spot. I respect that. Um, When did you start wanting to, I guess, be a
2: musician?
1: I don't think I ever made a decision in that way. Mm. It was something that was just always there, so... Like the earliest memories I remember is like when I told you about taking a thing out the window and always singing, always writing, always creating. It was like my it's like my thing. I don't know how to explain. It was just something that was a part of me. Um, and I was blessed to go to a primary school. It wasn't a not a primary school but a head teacher. She was a great lover of music and she built like her own. Um, music room where she had instruments and taught us how to play piano and all these stuff. Like I was about year two when I started that. So that's how old are you then? How old are you
0: Seven, six? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah um, seven,
1: six. Yeah, and we're always performing and you know using equipment and things. And these yeah. are stuff that now looking back on it, I remember like. A lot of people didn't do stuff like that. You had the choir in primary schools and things, but we had like, full-on equipment and teaching us chords and things like that, so I'm so grateful for that, like, I haven't actually seen her since, <laughs> but that's one of my bucket things to do, definitely. she remembers me, but we'll see. Where am I going with this tangent now? What was the question? Getting into music. Yeah. So... Um, I think, and then in secondary school, I got involved in a lot of things and did some competitions here and there. But again, I never, I never had like an image of what something could be. Like a, a blueprint to say, okay, this if you want to do this, this is how you do it, you got to do this and do that, and obviously there's no set blueprint to do it, but there wasn't social media and you know, easy access to internet and things where you can see and research and mm-hmm. figure out how to basically get into that world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I never really thought about it at those ages, but now I think I'm developing and meeting people. Building relationships where I can see a certain pathway, or see that things are possible, and how they can work, and what kind of jobs there are. You know what I mean? What kind of roles people play in the music industry? So I think now you can see something. So now it's a bit easier to say, okay, if I do this, or if I continue with this, and X, Y, Z, then I might get me there.
2: Yeah, now
0: it's a bit easier to see, <laughs> see someone yeah, yeah. See, uh, so <clears throat> you'd be uh, you're very present I guess in that in that case of just like I'm just doing it because I felt like doing it at the time if that's the way the word um, and that's interesting I guess um, I guess I don't know where to, where to go on from that it's just yeah uh, I <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting how present it is Because, yeah. you know, I feel like um, From the people I've talked to over the yeah. years It's kind of, uh, it's always a um, You know I started writing bars
2: yeah. And
0: then I just like, you know just felt, I just felt it And yeah. then and then they just went on from there And, yeah. and obviously the everyone has that learning curve yeah. But I think it's interesting you saying Just like, yeah, I just, just wanted to just Did it in secondary schools, you know And someone someone taught me in in, in primary school Which is cool by the way Because I resent the fact that I only learn the freaking recorder Even (laughs) though I can I can remember There being other instruments around the spot And uh, you know I I don't know, I just feel like you know Why not learn the timpani Or something I
1: wish I learned the bass to be fair yeah, Yeah and again I'm like Still, these days, rusty on piano. Like, I'm like, sure, I need to get back to that. That's okay. one thing I need to do. But, yeah, I think even just based on your question as well, I don't know, maybe it's my personality to not be very forward on, on statements. I guess. So, for me, what like
0: setting goal, goal setting,
1: I goal set, definitely.
0: okay. Okay,
1: but I think it's the kind of announcing to the world. This is me, and I'm doing this, and like, that's
0: what I don't do. <laughs> I yeah, I respect that. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. yeah.
1: So like, too, I was saying, oh yeah, like it's always been a part of me. I, it's not something that I said, I'm going a musician." It's just like Yeah. I am a musician. Yeah. So I just make music because I do. Yeah. And share it because I want to, and continue on this path because yeah, it's a passion. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. I just don't announce it like a. Like
0: no statement
1: for yeah. some reason, um, but I get up every day and I put in a lot of work, so my actions is say that, but I just don't, I don't make it a, a statement, or
0: Yeah, you let the action speak for it.
1: I guess so. If
0: someone asks you what you're doing.
1: Here we go. <laughs> just being,
0: just being, just doing me, being a musician, right? Yeah, <laughs> And I, respect, yeah, I respect that, it's just, you know, um, I... I just call myself a writer for you know the past ten years, and it's just like, yeah, what, what are you doing? No, I'm trying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a lot of times where people just ask, like, yeah, where's that gone? I'm, just, like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just it's just not broadcasted. Um. So yeah, it is what it is on that front. Um. But yeah, no I respect. that, I respect that. Um. So. Uh, in the in the timeline we've made here, we have obviously secondary school. And... Um, you just go out of secondary school? Or... No... I'm
1: me? <laughs> I still get ID's. <laughs> Do you really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, we have got hair answers everywhere. Because, <laughs> which I... No! <sighs> when I'm 30, 40, I might appreciate it. Like
2: yeah. If
1: I drastically look different, then maybe, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll
1: appreciate it, but it is annoying. Especially when you get to the corner shop and you just like... Forget it or something.
2: The
0: last time I got ID um was when I was in uni and it was around the same time I don't know if you remember it but like uh, uh it was there was a there was a crackdown, quote unquote, of um kids getting uh, no 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 kids getting Red Bull and stuff like that in oh. energy drink <laughs> Oh
2: sorry? Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, they just it was like stopping, just yeah, cracking down on crids uh, an ID basically for energy drinks, which I found absurd. But I was like, I ain't gonna bother me. So I was actually um, on the way to a lecture, and I went into a sandwich's local and just got a Red Bull, and then they ID me for the Red Bull. I'm just like, are you serious? And do
1: you have to get an ID for Red Bull? Now? Fucking
0: hope not now.
2: I I, 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 I...
1: <laughs> but the,
0: thi- <laughs> the thing is. Is that it only happened that Sainsbury's local? I literally went, okay, you know what? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, went to the corner shop, no issue. Nobody, no, no one's saying nothing. So, I just that was the last time I got ID. It was kind of funny. Um, it's a story like that. Uh-huh. Corner shops, they don't really care. Corner shops don't
1: care. Yeah, they just want the money. <laughs> exactly, it's corner shops. Who gives a fuck about corner shops? Change,
2: man. They don't care. Corner yeah.
0: shops are solid, man. Pick yeah. up the corner shops. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what I was getting to was that uh, <laughs> Was trying to, I guess, uh, uh, fill the gap between, like, secondary school yeah. And your first project Oh my gosh,
1: okay They were quite close together
0: They were quite close Yeah They are no, quite close yeah,
1: definitely. That's good oh, I'll start
0: now <laughs> The floor is yours Um, okay
1: My first project Wonder of the West,
0: my Happy three years, by the
2: way.
1: Thank you! Oh! Yeah. Yeah, it was sweet, so it was good. Yeah. It's quite a bit sweet, but... My first project, I... It took a long time. Like... It took a lot of work, behind the scenes, and... At that time, again, the transition from secondary school, sixth school, all of that, studying, finishing education, like. I had a lot going on. Yeah. And I was. I experienced homelessness that time. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Like a family breakdown and just finding myself as a
0: young woman. But tell you, that was a lifestyle choice. (laughs) Are
1: we going back to the. No,
0: I'm going back to very, very current affairs. Um, So, yeah, carry on. Sorry, I'm being glib. Sorry, the sarcasm just comes out. (laughs)
2: Yeah, for the, for, courses,
0: for okay. the, yeah, for those that don't know, um, our home secretary yeah, that was sarcasm, and our home secretary uh, Suella Braverman um, decided to think uh, homelessness was a lifestyle choice, um, and um, yeah, that's obviously not true. Carry, on. <laughs>
2: carry um, on. But I had, I think that
1: the values that was instilled in me growing up gave me this like I don't know fire and like I, I was brought up on making proverbs and things and strength and carrying on and all these things so I always felt like although my situations in life might not be perfect, mm-hmm. this is the perfect springboard for creativity I guess and really like expressing myself and things like that so that first project I was making it while trying to like make it through life like you know um, so it means a lot to me um, especially as my first one Yeah. so many different versions of different tracks and things getting scrapped and being this person and things don't work out different values and then almost getting to 80% completion and then Covid or this and that you know just like a lot of, um, a bit of whirlwinds but I feel like when I listen back to the project, the themes encapsulate that time for me. Um, and I don't listen to my own music really. I will say that. I just feel like I listen to it so much in the pre-release days. I just after that. Um, you with yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. I know what sounds like. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but when I do, I think. When I look back on that project, I can say now I'm proud of myself, but I couldn't really say that before. Um, As a young person trying to do something positive and tell their story and get something out into the world, even uh, through things that were quite difficult, Mm. Um,
2: it's a really important
1: important time.
0: you mentioned bittersweet.
1: Yeah.
0: Can you expand on bittersweet?
1: Um. When I say bittersweet, I was thinking... So the anniversary obviously came this sweet. But,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And... I don't know, I don't feel like I celebrate myself that much. Sure. When it comes to music things and kind of hurdles, because I feel like I'm always thinking about the next thing. Um, in my head, I was like, oh, I could make a post about, or tell a story about something that people didn't know who's listening to before, and then as it got most to the time, I felt like, quite disconnected from that idea, just because I felt nothing can translate in words, that kind of period of time, I guess, and, As time goes on, I become less of an explainer of my music in terms of like, this song means this, it came from this, blah, blah, blah. I I feel I don't like to do that as much anymore Mm. because I feel like the music, I just want it to resonate for itself. Mm. Um, And I also don't want to be the face of every single song that makes sense. Obviously, I'm a songwriter, so everything is quite personal to me. Mm. um, But it's not just for me at the end of the day, and I've kind of realised that over time as well. So I don't want to package things as me and my story sort of thing. You know what I mean? Um, So I don't know. I tell tell stories about things less and less. But in terms of an EP and project, it's always about a. Moment
2: in time, so I'll have to tell you what was going on in that, that period
0: of time. And, but yeah, yeah. You so say you leave it to just the listener's interpretation on that front, instead of obviously explaining it. It's just like wherever you feel is how it is. Yeah,
1: definitely. And you're fine
0: with just fine with that fact.
1: Some songs, I like to explain. Mhm. Um, my point of view or my inspiration, that's fine, but not every single song I like to present that way. Um, Some songs are just what they are, and I like them to be kind of retrospective or ambiguous. So, yeah, it depends on what song or what project
2: or what yeah, it is. Yeah, indeed. I
1: think now that
0: you say that, I feel. um Personally, after listening to Still Wonders again, um, it has a kind of, uh, I don't know, like a carefree nature to it, and I feel like a, there's a couple of tracks in there where I feel like it's just a, it's, just, it's done in a weed haze. It may not be, that may, may not be uh, in your in, in how you avoid it, but I listen to a couple of them and I'm just like... I mean one's called Momentary High like, I'm sorry you know what I'm saying that's kind of why I enjoy it specifically, personally because um, it has this um, yeah, it's, it feels it feels sticky but also feels fleeting as well and it's like once you, once you go back to it and maybe listen to it for the first time and then the second time the, the second time you're going to get Something completely different from the first. I feel, unless um, someone to yeah, unless someone as someone, someone that's been to it a few times, but you know, it's just, I feel like that's that's personally more I glean from it, um, if that means anything. Um, but yeah, it's a it's cool. But um, yeah, no, it's yeah. I, f- I feel you know, it's uh, it's very. I feel it's very. Uh, the word I came out of that when you were talking was um, selfless because it's a it's a very selfless thing to. Maybe or maybe not. You put extremely personal stuff into it. You only know that, um, unless you're obviously explicit with it um, in the storytelling. Um, but I guess because of that ambiguousness, that's how I, that's how I'm pulling it. Um, it may be different, but there is a genuine selflessness in that of just giving it to, giving it to the listener and they take what they want from it and you know there's I feel like there's a I feel like most artists in my opinion uh, you know be, be, be big or small I feel like they want to put their stamp on it in that very specific way of just like this is me
2: yeah.
0: I did this yeah. and, and it, 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 it's my story kind yeah. of thing you know what I mean and that's all well and good yeah. but it's interesting you went about it in a, in a different way or you've come out of it in a different yeah, way
2: yeah
1: definitely I always now I can from am very early stages like in, in music and I feel like when I look at the two projects as well they're so different yeah and it just Wonder of the West was the young girls I said just trying to go through the hustle and bustle
2: and just
1: I don't know make something out of nothing basically you know um and just go for it. The first one, you have no idea what you're doing, how this stuff works, really, you're still learning as you go along, Yeah. and you're just going for it. Yeah. And um, very tunnel vision, I had a lot of drive and stuff, which I still have today. Um, but then when I look at Still Wonders, that period of time was, Almost like a reality check. Okay. In the sense where, obviously, it's a lot more introspective. It's a lot more slowed down, um, kind of focused on being present. I felt like I wasn't as present before I've learned how to let my body catch up to itself and not outrun it, you know? Sure. Um, Just even in my personal life and certain things start to come up, like... They say like the body keeps score and things like that, which basically means some things that you maybe think are not important, or you push under the rug and stuff. Like eventually, it's gonna you're gonna have to deal with it, you know. Um, and so during that period of time where I made still one, that was basically what happened. I had to get out of that kind of television of vision and, and go, go, go. What's the next thing move? And just. Be present and focus on myself for once. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's such a different contrast. So now I feel like I've gathered myself in the humblest way. So now I can go into the next chapter with a different mindset, a fresh outlook. And yeah, know, so it's very contrast a lot for the, the two projects for me. That's good.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's, um, you know, I feel like. Um, you know, when I when I when I like uh, even do even do a pod episode, right? Um, something as small as that, where I record for an hour. Um, you know, every every week I want it to be different, somehow.
2: Um,
0: and to learn something different um, every time I talk to somebody, whether it be an interview or just a regular episode, you want it to be different. Um you know, writing scripts. I want every script to be different, and so yeah, that's kind of the long way of saying I agree with you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, and, and obviously, you know, as an as an artist, you want to um, you want to keep you want to keep fresh, and not not because this indus- not because industry, yeah. right? <laughs> Not, not, not because of that but because you yourself obviously keep evolving as we all do and you want to reflect that
2: yeah definitely so even when I think about even some songs I'm still under, lyrically or sonically
1: I'm like okay, I wouldn't sing that way. I would never write that again like I wouldn't even if I performed I performed yesterday yeah um, I some songs I'm like okay I like the production on this one
2: yeah
1: I like the lyrics from this one swap it over or like I'll take some words out and phrases because they just don't resonate with me as a person anymore sure um which I like because it means again um, I'm growing, not just maybe as an artist let the person yeah I would never say that again well, I listen to it online. why did I say that <laughs> uh, what, what, where where would you be going with that but uh-huh. yeah so it's nice to, to compare. That's fascinating. <laughs>
0: Do you enjoy performing life?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was what I did growing up a lot. So I
2: was
1: kind of thrown into it quite early, and yeah. it helped my confidence.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but then, after releasing the first EP, COVID no and that happened, so obviously you didn't get to go out there as much. And obviously one time was to start now becoming doing the material.
2: Sure. Um,
1: so I went through a bit of a phase I was like, Oh, it's been so long since I've really gotten out there consistently, like kind of, do I still have it you know I mean like what, do I still have the confidence to do go and do that? Um so I said with this project, that's one thing I definitely want to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um just start getting back out there. Small shows, bigger shows, intimate things and, more private events or more public events, I guess they for the mayor of my borough, which is nice. Um, so, just getting involved in little performance things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love live instruments, I always have. So, me and the band that I've been working with, we one, two of us went to school together.
0: Okay.
1: One of us, we really met each other about. Years ago now we make music together and stuff which is great. Um, so yeah, I love life. I love that's my, that's my area. I want to properly um, build
0: myself up in life. So, um, there was a question I asked uh, another ice a couple of year or so ago, um, and I asked him if budget weren't an
2: issue um,
0: asked me if budget weren't an issue uh, how, would you, how would you do a, a music video for a song he did um, because he's, he's like a poet and it was very uh, his, his, his poetry is very abstract right and it's very imaginative right um, in terms of like a uh, like a live setting it was like a dream live setting Is it a specific location? Is it.
1: Something very intimate, very. Old school jazz bar type.
0: Jazz Cafe, let's go.
1: Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. We love Jazz Cafe. We
0: love Jazz Cafe over here. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well,
1: you can hear glasses clinking and that. Yeah. Yeah. Dimmed lighting. Yeah. Um, even just to go and watch the show. Like, I've been to JazzCat, it Um, I actually saw Slum Village there. Oh, nice! I saw yeah. them in
0: Scholar a few years ago. Really? Yeah. It was
1: last year, it was really good. Yeah, oh yeah, they did yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was good. but yeah, something, something intimate like that. Um, that's, yeah, something intimate.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: My my affinity with jazz cafe is a bit absurd at this point. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I might as well be. I've taken enough friggin photos in there. They might they might as well be paying me at this point to go. Like it's absurd. Um, (laughs) But no, it's just weird because it's just one of those places where uh, I see I see you know a show happening and I'm just like alright then, I'm I'm good. So I'm go, I'm good to go. Like I, I want to go there, and it's, it's always just happens to be there. Yeah. Um. It's. I, I don't want to say it's, it feels. Like, it doesn't feel on purpose. It feels completely really coincidental that I go there several times a year, but they just keep booking people that I'm reading. I'm yeah. just. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. But... The
1: algorithm is working.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. shall suggest Jazz Cafe. Um. If you could. Um. Imagine a, imagine a vault um, yeah, imagine a vault that um, only you can open um, and behind that vault is a certain artist and, and it's everything Michael they Jackson. Huh? Michael
1: Jackson <laughs> Sorry.
2: Yeah. I, love it. I feel like you've answered the question <laughs>
0: with everything that they recorded whether it be released or not all their material. Mm-hmm. What ice would you go what ice would be behind that vault for you?
1: I'm not gonna say Michael Jackson. Only because okay. I've heard everything there is to hear. Okay. Um, <laughs> at least a good ninety percent. Oh wow. Like, all right. I went through a big
0: phase but, Sure. Like, watching his home videos and all these other oh, Wow, okay. All, right, cool. yeah, anyway. all the docs. Yeah, so, yeah, cool,
1: right. um, <laughs> okay. Interesting. Mm. I'm going to go for songwriter choices because of how different each song It's not going to just be just their vocals, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm either going to say Missy Elliott or Rafael Sadiq. Mm. Um, okay. And yeah, they're probably two of my biggest artists oh, and inspirations. Again, songwriters and producers who make that made amazing music for themselves and yeah. also amazing music for others.
0: So I feel like that above
1: would be like never ending.
0: <laughs> yeah. i nice probably, be, off the top of my head, I probably go for like a, a songwriter, a producer. That's cool. But, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, off the wall, off the <laughs> oh, <sorry, sorry. laughs>
2: Come, on. Come, Come on. on.
0: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
2: it's
0: sort it's of a validation thing. I just, uh, I, uh, it's, it's either or, yeah. you know, and there's no wrong answer but it's definitely off the wall. Yeah. No, don't get twisted. Let's no, <laughs> be real. Like, it's just oh, so much... It's just yeah, so it's that time, man. Yeah, exactly. The soul in it is crazy. The hits are crazy. It's just... Oh, it's just... Yeah, it's just, um, yeah the musicianship on that one is just absurd. Yeah, right. um, yeah vinyl soon come on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you... Mentioned, obviously, you know, kind of like staying present, and but in some ways, I guess, looking forward to what you have, right, in the future and for your artistry. Do you feel like you're in a good place, artistry-wise?
1: I do. I always want to feel like that because
0: I don't want to be. Yeah, no one wants to be struggling artist. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't.
1: You know what?
0: Well, sometimes it's like I don't feel like
1: I'm. Sometimes I. have moments where I'm like I don't feel connected to anything I feel like I'm not doing doing or I don't know, I I don't feel like I'm not anyone sometimes you feel like that but on the most part I like to feel like I'm on perfect timing I want to make sure I put that in my brain because otherwise I might I run myself, or get so far behind myself that I'm not pulling my weight, or not mm. really giving myself all that I should be. Um, so yeah, I always like to say I'm on the right
0: track, or I'm doing okay for myself. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the only way I can move forward, I guess. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, and then we go. it making a good time, actually. Uh, Who are the resilient ones? I didn't
2: think you were going to ask me that But I love it Do you know what's funny? Well, it's not very
1: funny, but it's just a sarcastic phrase Um, We
0: love sarcasm in here, by the way I was was born in the waters of sarcasm
1: Yeah,
0: me too
2: Good Um, So, there's a period of
1: time during the making of Wonder of the West where, again, I was moving about and just, yeah figuring things out and I began to I mean I've always been quite socially conscious but like I really began to experience
0: okay so she's coughing and it's interesting because I've probably coughed more this interview up to this point um yeah
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah, I was very angry and very... My mind started opening up a lot about certain things
2: and...
1: Especially growing up in this country. What this time country. is this? This was about 2017. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Um,
0: so, like, Greenfield Tower?
1: Yes, that was a big one. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of things that was happening. And... I... Was like... What other passions do I have and socially and I like public speaking and things like that yeah. I was like yeah, I'm gonna start developing a channel or a way that I can share these stories and talk about the topics that are important to me because I do free my music and I do on my public pages and things but I wanted somewhere where it's more focused on that kind of stuff um, and somewhere where I can feel like I'm building a community so it's in very early stages um, but yeah it's something that I'm, I'm building to to speak on well, things that I just feel like i aside from music yeah
0: yeah um, a question I asked um, well firstly to some friends and then to the uh, previous interview I had um, and I feel like sapped um, I mean you already kind of answered it but I'll answer it just to be official about it um when did you become radicalised? When? Yeah. Um... Oh, sorry, should I just ask if?
1: <laughs> Are you radicalised?
2: <laughs>
1: I feel like, again... Yeah, I have kind of touched on it, but... Yeah. Again, like... You know what we were saying earlier about now we have the language... Yes. ...to describe certain things? Yes. So I've always grown up knowing that certain things weren't normal or, you know, like... Some people just not like this, you know, or XYZ and um, but also carrying it with a lot of pride Mm -hmm. and never kind of using it as like a crutch but more like a springboard sort of things I don't kind of I guess regret in that way. Um so I've always seen things and then experienced um, certain I guess oppressions, hardships and things where it was me and people around me um, but then now I have the language to kind of match it and I was I studied sociology which I loved, that was like my favourite thing You
0: like the interview I just did
1: Yeah?
2: Me. i me. going to say love sociology
0: so much. Yeah, shout, um, shout out to uh, uh, Dr. Yazdia. Um, yeah, she did. A, she's a sociology, sociology professor at USC. Um, I love sociology. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Good timing. Yeah,
1: and <laughs> I think I loved it so much because, again, it was just putting the language and the theories behind the things that mm-hmm. I've experienced. Definitely. I think, um yeah, now it's just um, putting the puzzles
2: together, the pieces of puzzles together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I said to myself, like... Because there's different ways of answering that question, right? Yeah. Um, And I forgot how one friend explained it and broke it down. Um, But there was, like, two points I put for myself, right? Like, at first, I was like, okay, well, most likely 2011 riots, right? Yeah. Because I was, like, 15, 14... Um, And while I live in Essex, it was, obviously, close enough. And at that time, funny enough, going back to talk radio, I was listening a lot of talk radio. And I was just like, yeah, it's just the the conversations were weird to me. And it was like the first time that spark of just questioning, I guess, happened, right? Uh, To the point where I even called into like a phone in, like for Radio 5 Live, on the way to see friends didn't get called back but I just like vented to some random producer yeah. um weird distinct memory but uh yeah it was just uh, it, it, the qu- but the question for me on that t- uh, point was why are we talking about fine use looting and taking advantage of the situation and not and not the root of the problem yeah. you know what I'm
2: saying <laughs> Like
0: fuck! It's just you know what I mean. So like, why are we not focusing on the police shooting this dude? How about we like actually get more into that? You know, and I know why the media specifically does it because you see you know people running out of JD Sports you know, like film it, film it, film it, and it's more it's more sexy to see that than just having people you know asking their local politicians questions. But it yeah, it just seemed like uh, that that. The disparity was so obvious at that point, yeah. and I just found that fascinating. To me, just thinking about it now, over obviously over ten years uh, since. Yeah. But then, like the proper one where I, I remember one of them where he said, uh, "Just the moment that you saw that, oh, so this is, it's, a, it's that it's that quote, isn't it? Where the system ain't broke, it's working, and it's working very fucking well, right." Mm-hmm for who that's the additional question but they never get to that point right people don't get to that point uh, they don't even get to the point of it's working um, instead they just think it's broken like oh we have to fix it we have to fix it but you know it's working it's working how it's supposed to work um, but they never get to that exact second point that you just made but um, yeah that moment of oh the system's working how it should be how it was built to be was Grandfell Tower because I remember waking up just after, uh, the, the night after. Because obviously it started like late at night. And I was just going to bed at that point, And I saw the initial fire itself. But I didn't think of anything of it. And then I just woke up to so obviously all the hullabaloo. And I was just like, oh shit. And just that week, two weeks after was just despairing of just... Uh, not even despairing, it's the wrong word, but just like... Of just like, Huh? Irritation. Yeah, Irritation. Um. But yeah. Uh. I, know, should, I probably should have asked this like earlier in.
2: <laughs>
0: but um. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, we. I finished with uh, two questions. Just to, you know. Just to get out of everything. Um. Even if it is in this weird state. Um. But yeah. Uh, the two qu. The two, The first question of the two. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's, one, it's it's one at a time, it's one at a time. But um, it's, it's always the same two questions. But the first one is, um, what have you been uh, listening to, reading, watching, art-consuming, all, all of the above, doesn't have to be one of each, but um, any of them, uh, that you'd recommend to the people? i
1: recommend, Ooh. Only because i just met her, so during the time I made Still Wonders I read for Sister, Sister, from uh, Black British author, oh
0: yes 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 yes, yes, yes. amazing I no
1: yeah I met her a few weeks ago So something about telling her the whole story I was like oh my god like, I don't understand that <laughs> I had a, such a routine of reading and making music by it's like, all local and like, yeah. such a routine <laughs> um, so i definitely say that one for a book listening to
0: Mm. I mean, it's near the end of the year. Album of the year yet?
1: it again? Album of the year? Yeah, you got an album of the year yet? I
0: do all mine in December, so. It's
1: the of what actually came out this year. Because. um, It's still one, though, I'm
0: I was waiting for that, yeah. Uh, EP um, of the year, maybe. Who knows? you don't have those. No, 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 yeah. okay, let me
2: ponder that. Okay, go for it.
1: Um what else have I been listening to watching? I just finished um what is it called? Bojack Borseman. okay, yeah. And I don't know, my favourite I don't really watch any of you. <laughs> mm. Um so I finally got Netflix while I think that's the first time.
2: Oh real, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like cartoon, what they call it, Cart- adult cartoons. Sure. Yeah. Um, I find them a good pastime, a bit in the background. So yeah, I started watching that. I really liked that. It was quite weird and odd, but I like weird and odd. Yeah. I'm weird and odd sometimes. So I would probably say that, but if you're, if you're really in a low state, maybe don't watch past season two.
0: Um, yeah, that's what I suggest. <laughs> I've been
1: told,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? Um, I've seen I've I've seen episodes here and there. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't like completely yeah. consumed around or anything. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nice, i because they're cartoons. Yeah.
1: It's more. I don't know how to explain. It's just it just. Open your eyes more to what the plot is about and
0: what each character represents because they're yeah. fictional.
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They're
0: animals, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> to yeah. <watch> it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Last question is, uh, as always, which has been, um, is what is your top five? I preface this. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. G- go get to the. Go- <laughs> There's a, there's a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole, uh, soliloquy past it, just to preface. Um, it is your top five. It could be whatever you want it to be. Um, it is, a, it could be as broad or as specific as you like. It may not have anything to do with this interview of what we talked about, it may have nothing to do with it. My example is it could be top five passer shapes if you want it to be. Um, so with but that doesn't said, have
2: to make sense. Top does, five
0: doesn't it It's your top five? It could be as abstract as you want it to be. Yeah, say. <laughs> so, with that said, what's your top five?
1: Five things, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I love the question but I dislike how like, my brain doesn't know what to do. Um,
0: I've already been told off this week so this, yes, it's, it's fine. a
1: really
0: good question, <laughs> it's a great
2: question. Um, okay. Broad or specific is Purple tea.
0: Okay, we we'll get this Alright, let's go. I'm just
1: give me five things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbal tea. Herbal tea. Um, my nephews. <laughs> my twins. Um,
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Alright.
2: Um Oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a video I need to watch <laughs> And
1: coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the, the the title is Top Five Tail,
0: I don't know. <laughs> Alright, yeah no, I like that. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's your top five, isn't it? That's just, great.
1: Yeah, it's just things especially recently that just makes sense to me. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. You said
1: they didn't have to make sense together, but I
0: didn't. I did not. But that's that's why it's good. Yeah. Um, every top five is different, and you know that's why I like it. But anyway, today has been a um, well worth the wait. Yeah, it has actually. I
2: really
1: really <laughs> this. Oh, I'm, so glad, you're I'm glad. i To be fair. Really.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that means a lot. Honestly, that means a hell of a lot. Um, you know, I really appreciate music. Um, yeah, congrats on the three years. Obviously, the first project, and you know the release of the, first, the second one this year. Um, yeah, may or may not be on the EP list. Who knows? You know, stay tuned on that front. Wait till November, but no, wait till December, Christmas time. Yeah, t- TBD, TBD. But anyway, uh, but yeah, Taylor, appreciate your time. Thank you. i And then we have, ladies and gentlemen, that was my interview with Taya. It's funny, she mentioned Bittersweet earlier on, uh, about halfway in the interview, and uh that's kind of the <laughs> I do care about the quality the qualities of these interviews, you know. Um I need to cop like a a lavalier mic or something, because uh yeah, I just uh this was relatively impromptu. Um, you know, we were supposed to actually do this interview the day before, um, but she actually got called up to do something, uh, to do a show. Um, so I, so we kicked it to Saturday and I was like, you know, I'm watching a film, but I'll be good after eight, I guess. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it was half impromptu, I guess. And, uh, obviously I struggled to find a place where, you know, I could do a decent interview, but um, yeah, you know, I care about the quality of my interviews and, um, you know, there's some that go by, and I get annoyed, you know, thinking about them because I'm like, damn, the the qual the, the quality of conversation, especially of something like this, was so good, so high. Um and, you know, like she said at the end, the fact she said it was her favourite, um, it makes me feel bittersweet because the quality is not <laughs> <laughs> It's it's really it's annoying, but that's just me. Um, but regardless, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, she's a very interesting person and a very good artist in my mind. And it's only, uh, it's only the only way is up in my mind for her. So, uh, with that said, we shall leave it there. Ladies and gentlemen, from the 5th M Podcast Network, I'm Charlie Taylor and this has been what's good. Intro music was at Backstreet by Bob Berrigan. Uh, music was, uh, Late Night by Idealism. Thanks to Chalk Music for the ability to use both tracks. You can find both of all the links uh, in the full show notes. And with that said, until the next time, until the next interview, take it easy, ladies and jump.